We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It's Thursday, April 4th, and today I have a story to tell you about an egregious abuse of power. No, it's not from Donald Trump. While those stories are indeed plentiful, they're already being widely told. This story is about a horrible new policy from the Democratic Party designed to keep candidates of color from challenging powerful white male incumbents in Congress, which is exactly what Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ayanna Presley each did in 2018. I'm going to unpack this new policy, and for the very first time, I'm going to give us all a few action steps that we can take right away. Listen, I'm here to skip past the BS tell you what you need to hear with the color, nuance, context, and passion that our news deserves. Every day I hope to tell you stories that simply aren't being told anywhere else. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. know about you, but the new Democratic Congress has actually encouraged me. And I say that as someone who has serious side eye for the Democratic Party. They habitually overpromise and underdeliver. But I am particularly excited about some courageous new voices in the House right now. Right away, I'm thinking, of course, of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Ro Khanna, Rashida Tlaib, and others. They're different. And first and foremost, they were each voted into Congress because the voters in their districts expected them to be different. They expected them to be bold, to speak truth to power. And they've each done that right out of the gate. Alexandria, Ilhan, Ayanna, Roe, and Rashida speak truth to power every single day. They challenge injustice. They don't hold their tongues. They propose brilliant, bold, substantive solutions to problems. They all have two feet on the ground and yet are fully connected to everyday people, but are also imaginative dreamers who refuse to accept the status quo. They have big ideas, big visions, but they also explain how their big visions will be paid for and what implementation looks like. And I love it. And I'll tell you what. Young people across the country love it. They are more engaged in the political process than ever before, in great part because of these women and men. They believe in them, and I believe in them. And what we have seen is that instead of fully embracing them, instead of celebrating them, the Democratic Party, for the first time in the history of the party, has just announced a very troubling new policy. And I have to shine a light on this policy because its potential impact is stifling. And what I really need you to understand is something that I just didn't know until I started advising and managing political campaigns myself. Over the past two years, 
I've advised or even helped to directly manage nearly 15 different political campaigns across the country. And what I've learned is that cities, counties, states, and political parties can each create policies that either make grassroots campaigns enormously difficult, and I mean nearly impossible, or they can create policies and systems that genuinely create a fair playing field for any citizen in our nation to run. And today I need to tell you about the DCCC. Sometimes it's called the DCCC. And that stands for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. I need to tell you about the DCCC and a destructive new policy that they just announced. They tried to slip it into a larger document. And in a different time, that might have actually worked. But people caught on to this real quick. Break, 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 break it down. In 2018, two particularly badass women decided that they weren't going to wait their turn to run for Congress. They weren't going to wait for permission. They weren't going to wait for a golden ticket or a special invitation. And when they stepped up, each of them, to challenge older white men who had been in office for a generation, the establishment was pissed from the very beginning. I'm talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who challenged Congressman Joe Crowley in New York, and Diana Presley, who challenged Congressman Mike Capiano in Boston. At first, Joe and Mike seemed to dismiss Alexandria and Ayanna. Both men had grown so comfortable that they weren't even used to having challengers. But Alexandria and Ayanna were as serious as a heart attack from day one. And they each out-organized and out-hustled their opponents. They knocked on more doors. They held more town halls. They won the debates. And they offered better visions that just resonated with more voters. Alexandria literally walked and campaigned until her shoes had holes in them, and she won. And when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won, defeating Joe Crowley, she defeated the fourth highest-ranking Democrat in the House. And let me tell you, it shook up Washington. It shook up the establishment. And it absolutely shook up the Democratic Party. When Anna Presley won, she defeated a Democratic congressman that had held that seat since he was elected in 1998. He was the ranking member on several committees. And when she beat him, again, the establishment was furious. And in an instant, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez became the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. And Ayanna Presley became the first black woman ever elected to Congress from the entire state of Massachusetts. You know, you'll hear me say this a lot, but it's hard to know a moment in history when you're in it. But the elections of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ayanna Presley were historic. They were groundbreaking. And then the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, just announced a new policy that's meant to penalize anyone who even works with candidates like Alexandria and Ayanna. Now, here's the policy, and I need to break it down for you. To work with the DCCC, I mean as a contractor, as a service provider, as a consultant, or as a fundraiser, as a strategist, to work with the DCCC or any of their candidates in any capacity, you have to agree to their brand new terms of service. And guess what those terms say? The terms say this. If you want to do any business with the DCCC, you must agree that you will not work with or advise any candidates who may be challenging incumbents. And if you do work with those candidates, 
you will be blacklisted and no longer be able to work with the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. And let's be clear. The Democratic Party is the oldest political party in the United States. It's 227 years old. And for 227 years, they never had this policy banning contractors or partners or strategists from working with people who challenge incumbents. Then, all of a sudden, after 227 years, two women of color defeat two well-established white men. And now, after all of these years, now you need this policy? This policy is a direct response to the elections of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Diana Presley, period. And they've both spoken out about it boldly. In fact, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez took it a step further. She just tweeted to all of her nearly 4 million followers on Twitter that she wanted them to pull their donations from the DCCC and instead give their donations directly to the candidates who needed those donations the most. That was a bold power move from her, and it was warranted. It's fundamentally and categorically wrong for the primary gatekeeper of the Democrats in the House to create a blacklist of people that they will no longer work with. And what is ultimately going to happen is this. The overwhelming majority of contractors, hundreds of them, the overwhelming majority of contractors and consultants and strategists who need to sign this DCCC contractor agreement are now going to be barred from working with candidates like Alexandria and Ayanna. The policy is not just racist and sexist, and it is both of those things. It's a naked power grab designed to keep new people out of Congress and keep the old established members in, and we must all reject it. And today, for the very first time, we're going to introduce a series of actions that each of you can take to show the DCCC how you feel about this new policy. Now, they're digging in their heels, but we need to show them how everyday people all over the country and all around the world feel about what they're trying to do. Today's action, and listen, you can take this action if you listen to this the day we launch this episode, or you can take these actions if it's weeks or months later. Today's actions are timeless. We're also going to post all of these actions in our show notes at thenorthstar.com. But I'll spell these out for you very clearly, too, okay? Break it down. Action number one is this. I need you to make a phone call for me, okay? I need you to make a phone call. I need you to call the DCCC. And in your own words, let them know why this policy bothers you. Be respectful. These aren't our enemies. Be respectful. But let them know that you disagree with this approach and just tell them why. Here's their number. It's 202-863-1500. Again, the number to the DCCC, and this is publicly available on their website, their number is 202-863-1500. Now, I could give you a script, but I don't want to give you a script because I want this to come from your heart. Let them know that you are firmly against their new policy of banning contractors who work with candidates like Alexandria Nana, and let them know that you want to see more candidates like Alexandria Nana, not less, and you want there to be an open door for who can run and who is able to support those candidates who run. All right? Now, here's the second thing that I need you to do. 
I need you to go directly to their website. If you want, you can just Google DCCC, or you can go directly to their website, and I want you to go to the contact page of their website. The URL is this, dccc.org backslash contact. Let me give it to you one more time, dccc.org backslash contact. And when you get there, they have a form where you're able to send their staff an email. And I want you to actually fill that form out. Use your real name. Give them your real, honest thoughts about this policy. And I want you to start a conversation with them, an honest conversation about how you're frustrated that they want to keep out anybody who supports candidates like Alexandria and Ayanna and let them know why it's a problem for you. Then lastly, this is our third action that you can take. I want you to pick a current congressperson that you love and respect and admire. I just want you to give to their campaign. I won't even tell you one to support today. I'd love it if you chose a newly elected person because they generally need the most support. And I need you to understand that they really are only able to do what they do when they get our support. Google their names, go to their campaign websites, go to their social media profiles, go to their personal websites, and you'll see the links where you'll be able to donate to their campaign. Later at the North Star, we're going to create some specific ways for you to support some specific candidates. But today we want you to find your favorite and just take that leap. Listen, it could be $5 or $25, but we want you to be a full invested part of the political process. Today, take those three steps. Make that phone call, call the DCCC, just speak in your own voice and let them know that you're frustrated with this policy and you'd like to see them do away with it. Then send them an email and then choose a candidate and directly give to them. And let me tell you what I've learned. These steps, which the public will never see, we're not doing this on social media, we're not making a public show about it. These steps, which the public will never see, they work. I've taken them before. I've had teams of hundreds of thousands of people do things just like this, and they make a huge impact. So let's try them out, and let's let the DCCC know how we feel, all right? Take those steps. The, 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 the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. breakdown. Thank you all for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we'll be right back here every single weekday, breaking down important news stories and issues. And we'd love for you to subscribe here and share this podcast with your friends and family. And we need you to subscribe to this podcast and leave your best review and spread the word. Thank you, of course, to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love you and we appreciate you so much. And if you love this podcast and you want to support our work or you want to see the show notes and the transcripts for each of our episodes, you want to get the details on those actions that we're taking together. We'd love it if you'd consider becoming a founding member of our community. And you can do that by going to the northstar.com. That's the northstar.com. There we not only have our podcast, but hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries from some of the leading scholars and thinkers and writers in the world. Lastly, of course, thank you to our lead producer and podcasting director, Willis, for always putting in the hard work and burning the midnight oil to make this podcast possible. We'll be right back here tomorrow with our final episode of our first week. We appreciate your support. Take care, everybody.
For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's.